We've got some restaurant news, plus a bit more. That's next on the Access Louisville podcast. Thanks for joining us. My name is David Mann, and joining me today are Haley Coffin. Hi there. And Michael L. Jones. How you doing out there? Access Louisville is a weekly podcast from Louisville Business First. Each week we bring you the latest news and plenty of shop opinions about what's going on here in Louisville, Kentucky. This week I thought we'd talk with about a little restaurant news and other fun entertainment news. We've had a couple things on that front. Uh, but starting us off here, Michael... Um, Spinelli's is coming back downtown. It's pretty exciting for pizza fans. Yes, um, they're taking over the Riot Cafe um, space over, uh, it's on 4th Street, 4th and Chestnut. Mm -hmm. And then uh, they're going to have a new concept in the back in the limbo space. Yeah. So, but uh, it's going to be have shows, uh, be open late at night, I think. That it's really exciting because that south part of downtown hasn't seen a lot of development. Yeah, that's true. You know, everything seems to be centered around, like, Jefferson and Market mm -hmm. and Main Street. Well, and outside of, like, the Mercury Ballroom, the Palace, and, like, people who are going there for, for performances, and there's just not a lot of traffic on South 4th Street. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah, I love it because, you know, it's not just a good, it's a good lunch spot and it's a, a another venue for performances and, and that sort of thing. And uh, I think they're getting in at a good time because, you know, we have that Broadway all the way uh, project that's going to get mm -hmm. started soon. Uh, JCTC mm -hmm. is doing a lot of development. We had a story that... Um, you know, they're going to build a dorm mm -hmm. there, so we'll, they'll have uh, more people living there. And I think Spinelli's is like the kind of restaurant that it attract. it's a destination. Yeah. It, it'll attract its own crowd. They already have the first punk rock show yeah. scheduled for February 24th. That's so. another cool thing about Spinelli's is they, they, they have, their shows are like, these up-and-coming bands and these local bands that are just starting out that I've probably never heard of, but it's a place for musicians in Louisville to get their start and uh -huh. then you know move up to bigger venues. So uh, and and good pizza. So uh, so that's good yeah. too. Um, their last space was pretty unique. Where were they before? It was. Um, uh, it was in the Kentucky uh, home, home Life, home life building. building. Yeah, in the basement. In yeah. the basement. Yeah, right. You had, had to go down the stairs. To <laughs> yeah, their last downtown location. Yeah, yeah. Where we we're talking about, and yeah, they were on Fifth Street, and that closed in 2020 because of uh, COVID. Yeah, man, I went there a so. few times. It was kind of a unique space. It was like, it was, and it was a music venue too, and mm -hmm. then you know a restaurant during lunchtime or whatever. So yeah, um, with that and uh, Misfit Lou, with having the hereafter downstairs, you know we'll get getting some, uh, some music downtown. Yeah, some good underground, literally yeah. underground, <laughs> yeah, underground music. Yeah, because we got the Palace and Mercury Ballroom, and I think yeah. that that's one of the was one of the attractions to yeah. that space was the, being so close to the palace. Yeah, for sure. What if there's a local band that, like, starts out playing at Spinelli's and then goes on to, like, international fame and then, like, 
closes the loop by going to the palace, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's like this whole, like, those are two very That's different. That's kind of like the my morning jacket <laughs> trajectory. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say, I wonder if Jack Harlow ever performed at <laughs> Spinelli's. I don't know. Um, or like is, but he's probably too big for uh, for the palace. I would say. Yeah. yeah. He's Yum Center now, but you know, in like twenty years, thirty years, he'll be he'll be in the palace because he'll still have those fans. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's the the palace is like those either right on the cusp of fame bands or they've they've had their heyday but still have a lot of fans. So that's uh, that's you know who I usually see at the palace anyway. All right, uh, moving on here, um, Haley. We'll uh, talk about um, Match Set. Uh, what is Match Set and where is it going? Match Set is a new to market retailer that specializes in pickleball and tennis equipment. Um, so if you ever wondered where people are buying their pickleball paddles and other things, most of the time it's online, but now there's going <laughs> to be a store. <laughs> now. Now there's going to be a 4,100 square foot store. Um, at Westport Village, it's was formerly occupied by the Louisville Tile Design Center, and it's next to Toonies. Um, but Matchset has three locations in Ohio, um, and Westport Village will be its first location in Kentucky. Yeah. Um, and let's see here. Moving back to restaurants, Michael, you just had a story about, uh, speaking of the East End here, uh, Gustavo's relocating its Prospect restaurant, right? Yes. Um, he, he's moving uh, the restaurant that was it took over a bristol space it's in the prospect village and uh, he's just moving literally three minutes down the street Mm -hmm. on us 60 uh it's 8909 us 42 Mm -hmm. not us 60 uh and it's next to the first baptist church of prospect and gustavo he's um basically changing up his business plan a little bit most of his uh, restaurants i think he has five they're they're located in like strip malls Mm -hmm. and so uh the new one is going to be on be a standalone restaurant on property that he owns and so um it, it gives him a little bit more control yeah and uh, he brought in a design company from California called Davis Inc. Hmm. And so uh, I think going forward, he wants to own the real estate. Yeah. And I know that's something that like O'Shea's, like Tommy O'Shea, the owner once uh, of O'Shea's told me that, you know, he likes to own, he doesn't like to have a landlord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. And it gives you, it gives you a greater value. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And so, uh, in, uh, this, uh, new one though, that's supposed to open in the spring, Gustavo's also going to be able to have music. And, uh, he, he swore some of the, the things from his hometown in Mexico. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be more, he, he wants it to be more like people are visiting his home like that to show his that's culture nice. and background. Yeah, that's nice. All right. Well, uh, look forward to that, uh, that move taking place. And it looked like it was still under construction at this point. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's still pretty early. He's hoping early April, We'll have it together, but you know, in restaurant world, yeah, <laughs> everybody wants to make it before Derby. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's the big that's the big deadline. You, yeah. you see, an amazing things get pulled off to get opened by Derby because yeah. you get those big crowds. So, 
Um, let's see here. Haley, uh, you didn't write this story. Joel couldn't make it today. Joel Stennett wrote this story about Five Iron Golf, but hoping you can stand in for him and tell us a little bit about uh, Five Iron Golf. Yeah, so Five Iron Golf is an indoor golf entertainment venue, um, like with golf simulators. It's going to have a restaurant and bar inside there, too. So it's taking um, like 900, 900, excuse me, 9,200 square feet of a property that uh, used to be home to the Car Keys Express headquarters. Uh, Um, I don't know if you all remember, I wrote a story, I guess that was last month. December. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's February It's February now. today. Wow. January is over. <laughs> 2024 is already flying by. I know. Um, I wrote a story recently. <laughs> Let me just say recently um, that Story Louisville purchased the property. Um, oh, okay. The Car Keys Express property. And, you know, there's going to be that big co-working space. They're also going to do a retail space and an Airbnb there. Um, so Five Iron joins this, like, um, nice complex of like yeah, mixed use. <laughs> yeah, I like it. And uh, it's kind of different. I mean, I wouldn't have picked Nulu to get something like this um, because, uh, you know, you just There's don't... There's not really a lot of parking. Well, yeah, but <laughs> yeah and, um, and the, it's like a... A, s- a sports-related venue, and there's not a lot of, like, sporty things in Nulu. But if you think about the people who were in Nulu, like, I don't know if many of us get there on the weekends, but anytime I'm there, like, on a Saturday or um, even Fridays, you just see, like, a bunch of bachelor, bachelorette-type p- people who are out, yeah, like, doing things at um, Garage Bar and... Yeah. Um, the new hotel, Hotel Genevieve. Yeah. Um, see a lot of people coming out of there. So I feel like this is going to be like a venue True. to attract like the people who are in town who are going to the bars yeah. and doing There's a couple things. hotels there now. Right. So it's good to have a, an activity, you know, yes. a, attraction type thing. That. So, yeah, I get it. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, the reason I probably say that is because uh, two other golf things – are over in St. Matthews, and that's Top Golf and Putt Shack. So this is kind of – they say golf is dying, but simulated golf is really kicking ass, <laughs> it seems like. Yeah. So, uh, so you can you can putt, you can, you know, drive, <laughs> you can simulate a drive. And then, uh, but, uh, yeah, golfing as a sport seems to be yeah. facing difficulties. Golf so. with training wheels. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, golf with, like – not the commitment of playing, you know, nine or eighteen holes. Yeah, and less pressure too. Yeah, because because what if you what if it takes you too long? <laughs> yeah, to finish I feel your like round? that's a that would be. I don't play golf. And there's people standing behind yeah, you, that's like a stressor. Why, like, why are you so bad? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, and some people are just bad at golf. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but at Top Golf or you know one of these simulator places, you don't have that. You do have it at Putt Putt. You know mm-hmm. when you're like sitting there struggling and putt-putt and there's a group waiting behind you like oh come on there's there's nothing more embarrassing (laughs) than just like having your little your little putter and trying to get it and you can't and they're like it scratches after six (laughs) (laughs) uh but anyway yeah i've been there before um so yeah the problems for people who are bad at golf um all right last restaurant story here couple of james beard nominees from louisville haley who do we got for that yeah dallas mcgarity the owner of the fat lamb um there in the highlands is a semi-finalist for best chef southeast and um, that's a category that includes like 
Kentucky. Kentucky is obviously top part of the Southeast, yeah. um, but also, you know, the Florida, Alabama, yeah. um, Tennessee markets. Chef Lawrence Weeks of North of Bourbon is also a semifinalist, but in the emerging chef category. Um, he also opened another restaurant called Enzo, but it's actually North of Bourbon that James Beard is is highlighting here. Um, but North of Bourbon opened on Goss Avenue at the end of 2021. So it's like a relatively new place, whereas the Fat Lamb, I think, has been around um, a little bit longer. It opened in 2016, maybe. It's been around so long that I wrote about it when it opened. <laughs> so that's that's a long time. But, uh, well, in Louisville restaurant world, you know, that's a lifetime. 2016, yeah. That yeah. was like the ancient past. Uh, <laughs> so so pretty impressive um, for both those uh, chefs. And I don't think Lawrence started... He wasn't the chef when, um, I don't think he was anyway, when North of Bourbon opened. I think he came yeah. on after. No, he was there at the Was beginning. he? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good to know. That. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I remember that, uh, that uh, you know, restaurant opening. So, um, yeah, I, that's all we got for you. But uh, obviously two good, uh, two good restaurants to check out there. I've been to, uh, been to both of them. Uh, it's been a while since I've been to Fat Lamb, though. So you, you it, it's in such a weird location. You, it's easy to forget about. Yeah. Oh, the Fat yeah, Lamb. Yeah, yeah. The Fat Lamb. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it's right there in Grinstead and that yeah. little strip. Uh, so is it kind thing. of across from the gas station? Yeah. <laughs> across yeah. Grinstead from the gas station. Yeah. So. so when I'm like thinking about places to go, you know, I might drive past somewhere and go, "Oh, I'm going to yeah. go there." And but. it's. Bartstown Road. Yeah. There's so yeah. much stuff there. It's uh-huh. you know hard to hard to. But get every time I go to the Fat Lamb, I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, finalists for the James Beard because these are semi semi finalists. The finalists will be announced in April, and then the winners will be announced in June in Chicago. So I guess we'll see if any of them make it past this like initial nomination announcement. But it's still cool because it automatically like. Um, highlights them on a national level. Yeah, so. yeah. And uh, hopefully they advance on. Maybe we can send Michael to Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Michael's I'll like, heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see here. We'll move on. We'll talk uh, briefly uh, about some city government here. Michael, you just were at the State of the City address from Mayor Greenberg. Yeah, just an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, so tell us about that. What was it like? Uh, well, you know, first of all, it was uh, held in the Summit Wellness Center, uh, which is uh, close to L. It's a place for first responders, and I didn't <laughs> really know where it was yeah. so, before that. Huh. Um, so it's and, like a wellness center for first responders? Yes, yes. yes. And kind of like the what they're going to build for yeah, the LMPD. That's LMPD. where my mind went. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, then... Um, you know, uh, mostly he went over, I, I call it Greenberg's greatest hits. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, uh, but he said, you know, uh, the economy is strong in the city. We had a billion dollars in an investment and 2,300 new jobs announced, uh, highlighted by uh, stellar uh, snacks going to West Louisville with $137 million. And uh, he also touted the new economic development uh, strategic plan that uh, they unveiled at the end of last year. Uh, but he did talk about a few new things, uh, you know. Uh, but the, uh, um, the most interesting, I think, was the um, changes to downtown, especially the Belvedere. 
he wants to do something bold with it. Yeah. And um, so he's hired a, a group called Heatherwick. It's an international design company that is going to be uh, helping the city with a design for that. And it's interesting because Greenberg, you know, was involved in Museum Plaza. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I think during one of his, um, uh, like, campaign speeches, he mentioned that that property was all, like, still vacant. Still empty. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, um, um, he talked about creating something bold that would be, like, a new representation of Louisville. Yeah. So uh, I thought that that was pretty exciting. But a lot of the other things uh, that were stuff that we had uh, reported on, of course, like the expansion of Waterfront Park, Mm -hmm. uh, the redirecting of the art money into um, uh, parks and libraries Mm -hmm. and some of the uh, projects that are going to be happening this year because of, of that. So I think his goal is to build on that first year. I think last year was just really exciting because it was his first yeah. <laughs> state of the city address. And so everything was new and he had these bold ideas. Yeah. And now it's just like implementing those things. Yeah. I was about to ask you if he did a state of the city last year because it was his first year, but it sounds like he did. Yeah. And it was more just introducing these yeah. ideas. And now it's kind of updating them yeah last year was in south louisville okay uh at the americana community center so that's when i was living in south louisville so gosh i I enjoyed that (laughs) it's been that's weird it seems like you've been you've been moved longer than that but i guess you just moved in the last year yeah yeah last march (laughs) so yeah yeah pretty uh, close i guess so all right well um yeah interesting to see i love the what as far as the Belvedere goes, uh, did he go into any specifics on that? or uh, No, they, he didn't go into detail on the plan, just that they had engaged with this design firm that yeah. had worked on things in uh, New York. And he said that when he his family went to Japan and he visited something that they had worked on there, hmm. too. So Interesting. So he's looking at a grand scale. Yeah. It seems like there's always this sense of, oh, something big's going to come, yeah. and we're, we're just never yeah. quite there. I, I feel like we've been thing. burnt so many times <laughs> from the Louisville clock to the yes. fountain. And, yeah. what, I saw something about the Louisville clock earlier, the, the Derby clock, whatever yeah. it's called. Um, maybe they took it out of storage. I can't yeah. remember who had this story, but uh, uh, another, another media outlet in town had the story um, just about all these old relics including the louisville clock so so yeah um yeah i want to see something there too i mean the belvedere is kind of a, a an odd space yeah that i haven't did they used to have that beatles uh yeah thing yeah. up there abbey road on the river i think that was the last time i was there and that was maybe oof, whenever that it was 2015 or something it's been a long time so uh yeah it would be good to see something interesting happening on that space um, I think that's all we got for you for this week's show, though. It's kind of a shorter show, but if I'm not mistaken, last week's show was like an hour long because we <laughs> oh, yeah. had Al Snow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you had a chance to listen to Al Snow. You don't, cut, you don't mess with Al Snow. No, I, did, yeah. I barely cut a thing. It was one little weird transition, but 
Uh, but Al Snow, yeah, if you didn't catch that show, uh, go back and listen to that, especially if you're a fan of wrestling and OVW and the Wrestler Series on Netflix. Uh, Al Snow was our guest last week, and he uh, he had it was just great to hear from him. I'm not even a huge wrestling fan, but I like that show, and it was uh, it was interesting to just hear him talk about the whole the whole business he's in. So, um, but anyway, I think we'll sign off there. We'll go around the room here, and y'all can share where people can find you online. Haley, I'll start with you. Where can people find you online? People can find me on LinkedIn under my name, Haley Cawthon, or on X at BF Lou Haley. All right. How about you, Michael? I'm on LinkedIn under my name, Michael Jones, and on X at BF Lou Michael. I'm also on LinkedIn under my real name, David A. Mann, and that's pretty much it. So uh, you can find me there. You can find this podcast on popular services like Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or Radio Public. Uh, if you super like this podcast, we are looking for a sponsor. Uh, you can get in touch with our uh, advertising director, Doug James. His email address is djames, just like you think it's spelled, at bizjournals.com. Uh, thank you very much, Haley. Thank you, Michael. Thank you guys for listening to us at home, and we will see you next time.